Welcome back to Open House with Mark Seawick and Corey James Moran, brought to you by the Mark Seawick team at Keller Williams Realty, a greater Rochester real estate podcast. Welcome to episode 54, and we have food. We're going to be a little distracted today. <laughs> yeah. I, can, I can already tell. Yeah, I'm going to try and not chew into the microphone. What do we yeah. got here? Um, this is something we just had delivered to us by Interval. Are you familiar with Interval? I'm not, to bring it up to speed. Um, Interval is this great organization, um, a client of ours and a friend, Nicole Jones, she runs the organization. They get medical supplies and relief supplies, and they will fly it down to uh, when there's a hurricane um, or, or an earthquake, oh, okay. earthquake that devastates you know the Bahamas or Haiti. They just recently, uh, back in uh, the end of February, beginning of March, they had just cargo uh, fulls of uh, supply material that were being sent to uh, the Ukraine. And they just do an amazing job. So, so they just sent over a, a a really, really, really great cheese platter. It's just delicious. Yeah, charcuterie. And then, and then there's this card. So, I, I, Michael um, Roberti, I have no idea who you are, but you. But thank you. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> um, it turns out that you're the guy who I'm assuming um, donated this this uh, bounty to Interval, and uh, you you look as though you're a caterer. So, uh, uh, Michael Roberti, by the way, let's just let's just plug this guy. I of mean, course, listen, doing good, listen, good work, right? I, I can say with 100% confidence that both Mark and I are extremely food motivated. So, <laughs> if you send us food, we will talk about yeah, whatever Michael, we want to send. Send over dinner. Listen, I'm plugging you, dude. Like you know, send over dinner. But uh, <laughs> Michael Roberti, seriously, his number six two two nine one one zero. Cheeseandmeatclub at gmail.com. Yeah. Uh, www.cheeseandmeatclub.com. Uh, there we go. Perfect. There, there we I go. almost lost a finger, by the way, trying to get one of those crackers over there. Oh, <laughs> yeah, the crackers <laughs> are be really very good. careful. Yeah, very yeah. careful. So, um, by the way, belated happy birthday. How Thank was it? Thank you. It was good. Yeah, birthday was yesterday. Yeah. Turned 39. Wow. Had a bunch of friends asking, Are you freaking out about turning 40? And I can very honestly say, No, not really. Yeah, I, I, birthdays just. You know, eh. I, I honestly, I love the process of getting older. Did you jump up and down on your new trampoline uh, in, in celebration of your birthday? I, I did it, not. It, is, is, is the trampoline still standing? The, it is. It is. Am you I, have not injured your children. They no, have not been rushed anymore. No, no, no. Birthday. It's been okay. used multiple times. It's still standing. It Shocking. is solidly Shocking. put together. Okay. Um, we actually had some friends over, and they trusted us enough to put their children there wow, as well. That uh, is, wow. <laughs> so that was really dumb. We'll have a trampoline update next week on the show. <laughs> what you know, as uh, as time goes on. But no, birthday was good. Um, really celebrated over the weekend, so it was pretty low key yesterday. Went appliance shopping, mm. which everyone I tell this to people are like, oh, it's so lame. Like, listen, not really. It was fun. It was cool. Although, I I'm, I don't like this about myself, and I think it was my upbringing. Mm. I always find my way to the most expensive thing in the store. Like I well, could go in there. You you were court. No, but no, both actually. So court, it's kind court of is like brutal. So now it's scary. <laughs> so it's scary the combo. Yeah, yeah. We are in the uh, we're in the store, and I just I'm I don't know. I think I blacked out, and I'm I'm in front of this beautiful wolf stove. Oh wow. Yeah. And I, I'm not even looking at the prices of things. I just realized th- this is the most expensive thing in the store. How did I gravitate towards here exactly? Um, so, but it was fun. We did not go with that. Although, could have a very fancy beer and wine fridge that I'm pretty psyched about. So, this is adulting. Happy this birthday. is being an adult. That, that, no, that's, that's <laughs> awesome. Um, what do you got for us in terms of statistics, bud? Let's take a look here at the latest market update. Again, been fascinating to watch as things have gone through a transition here. Still in the process of, I would say. 
And, and, by, and by the way, I am eating. So like, if my if my eating, is I told, I wasn't joking. I, I, I really, if it becomes distracting, you guys <laughs> let me know because I, 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 yeah. So just don't be too close to the mic. I think we'll be okay. Okay, thank you. Uh, no, I I was one hundred percent serious when I said we're going to be more distracted this time yeah, around. Yeah, just yeah, yeah. can't put food in front yeah. of us. Um, so for the market update uh, at the recording of last week's episode, we. <laughs> The crunch. <laughs> it's the crackers for me. We had 546 uh, single-family uh, active listings in Monroe County, now up to 572. Uh, as far as the six-county region, we were at 972 last week, now up to 985. And I, I, I think it's really to be attributed to what you've been saying for the past few weeks is the fact that a lot of properties are just sticking around longer than they were. Right. If right. I search my mailbox right now with price reduced oh or still God, available, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, there's there is a lot, a lot of that, and it's it's been an interesting transition because I, I think it started with houses that needed some work, houses that mm-hmm. were outdated were the ones we were seeing going past, yep. um, and now there's a, a fair amount of properties that I see that seem pretty nice, seem pretty updated, and they're going past too. We've got a few properties yeah. that were on the market for sale. Yeah. Um, and we thought they were gonna. We thought they were gonna sell. We, we didn't think they were. Gonna, we were gonna get multiple offers, but we thought that they would at least sell. Right. Well, now they're just sort of sitting there. And, and these are properties that are great properties. They will and they will eventually yeah. sell. But it's just a matter. It's just a matter of how long. It was odd. We we have a meeting uh, every Tuesday, and it was a little odd in that meeting because typically we go through all the the listings we have coming up and the ones that are about to go on the market, and then we have our active ones, and that's usually just a. One second. Oh, everything's going to be sold. Move on. Yeah, yes. So it's it was interesting to see that. Um, but yeah, eventually, and you know, it's kind of similar to the interest rates, right? Of when you compare to how things used to be, six percent. It's not that bad. When you compare to how things used to be, not selling your house in five days. You know, again, ideal. No, but is it the worst thing in the world? Also, no. As long as it sells, ultimately, that's what you need. Right. Right. Um, you know, I'm just looking here and. and this is, we are on the precipice. We're recording this on the Wednesday before the 4th of July weekend. My gut tells me that after 4th of July weekend, the information that we're talking about today is going to change again. This is a very, very rapidly changing market. Sure. Uh, it's, it's mercurial. Um, and every few days, it seems as though things are uh, declining just a little bit more. But if we look back at the past seven or nine days, I mean, we had properties that we, um, that either, we either listed uh, for sale or our clients purchased. We've got Sandpiper, uh, which Aaron Duffy Cruz actually ended up selling. That sold $35,000 over okay. asking with a buyer. Uh, John Pitton, our good friend um, on Gladbrook Road. Congratulations, John. You ended up selling your property $52,500 over asking. Uh, I sound like a telethon here, don't I? <laughs> um, we, we got uh, our clients on uh, Cobb Terrace. You did a brilliant job Ooh. on that one. Yeah, that, that one sold $78,000 over asking. You're pretty well. So, yeah. There's still in the past week, nine days, I think the last gasps, the last breaths of, of, of uh, sellers being able to sell these properties, $50,000 over asking. I think that's going to start to uh, continue to, because we're not seeing property selling right. $125,000 over asking any longer. Right. There, there was one uh, exception uh, this past week on Cobbs Hill Drive, which was just... There's always the outliers, right? There's <laughs> that one outlier. But other than that, everything seems to be selling, yeah, no more than $50,000. I would imagine post, uh, post 4th of July, um, it'll be $25,000 over asking at most. So, And it's interesting because obviously... Did you try this Manchego? I did. This is good. 
This cheese, this cheese is good. It's Go all ahead. excellent. <laughs> it is all excellent. Um, yeah, it is interesting to see. And you know, just because properties are getting past delayed negotiations, also doesn't mean that a bidding war can't be created. Mm. We're seeing a lot of that as well. Experience that on both sides of it. I, 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 I would agree with that. Um, there is some hesitancy, but but that hesitancy. People are saying, oh, I'm not sure if I want to get into a bidding war. I'm just not quite sure. You get two or three people saying that on a, on a Saturday or on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. And then Tuesday, one of them pulls the trigger. And then, good to go. boom, you, got, you get two other offers. Suddenly, material, it's just, it's odd. What's going on out there is very yeah, odd. Yeah, we've seen, a, I wanted to break this down even a little bit more. Um, because we've seen, one of the more interesting things we've seen are some properties being relisted at a higher What's that about? I mean, come on. Because I mean, obviously they were trying to get it lower and build the price up, and they probably had a number in their mind of what they wanted it to be, and then they obviously didn't get anything. I'm, I'm yeah. That's a strategy that I don't necessarily know how that's going to pay off. Uh, it will it, because it's not paying off. I mean, it, <laughs> right. it, it, it really isn't. Um, yeah. I, that's just that's just foolishness. That's just nonsense. Yeah, and uh, it's, it's frankly it's embarrassing. So. so typically the price reduction, we're seeing a lot of price reductions. Well, I mean, I think we have some national statistics. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I'm doing. <laughs> try, try saying the word statistics with a piece with of geez. Manchego. In your mouth. Yeah. yeah. Um, so nationally, and, and I'll compare this to locally as well because I have both numbers. So nationally, it's more than 40% of homes, uh, home sellers are dropping their prices. Right. 40%. And if we go back, what was it, six weeks ago? Mm-hmm. 9% and then, it, and then it rose to 12%, 15%, yep. um, 19%, then it was 21%. Now, I mean, two short weeks later. Yeah. Um, it went from 21% all the way to 40%. That's Now, I, I do want to localize this to our market because, okay. again, as, as we've pointed out, what we're seeing nationally, you know, the majority of it's happening here, but a lot of the times not to the same degree. So I pulled the numbers for Rochester. Um, it's still up, but it's 24%. 24%? Wow. Versus nationally 40 which is kind of interesting to see that. Um, so it's 24%. Um, the median price is 210 now. Which is still from 2020 up 31.3 percent in two years. Yeah, that's that that's that's those, both of those numbers are astounding numbers. Mm-hmm. I mean, the fact that in two years uh, uh, property values have increased on average 31 percent. Wow! Congratulations. I mean, I'm surprised. I'm, I'm really sorry that our good friend Michael Roberti um, didn't send over a bottle <laughs> of champagne because honestly, yeah, it, th- th- that is that is really worth celebrating. Yeah, um, I'm kidding. But still, even here, 21 percent just a couple of weeks ago, now to 24 percent. We see the direction that it's headed, mm-hmm. um, and and I guess we're gonna have to wait and see as far as how strategies are are implemented from the list side um, to try to prevent having to do a price drop. You know what's gonna happen there? Yeah, it's it's it, it, we've talked about this. Um, it's a matter of rolling up your. It, it's really a matter of uh, going back to basics. Yeah, rolling up your sleeve. And uh, simply um, having four walls and a roof does not mean that your property is going to sell significantly over asking. You've got to prepare it for market. You, it's got to be clean. It's got to be staged. You know, the wallpaper needs to come down, all that. If you want, and, and, and listen, this is still a great market for sellers. I mean, sure, you know, yeah. you're selling your house today 31% more than you would have sold it two years ago. That's still winning the lottery. Pretty damn good. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations. But you want to make sure that you're locking in that 31% gain. And you don't want to uh, just assume that you're going to enjoy that 31% gain. You do have to remove the wallpaper. You do have to um, clean the place and, and stage it. So um, This was an interesting stat that came through. That pending sales saw a rebound in May. But experts obviously warning still the, the transition going on in the market. But that was the first time. That stopped a six-month streak 
where that mm-hmm. was declining. So that was the first time it kind of popped back up a little bit, yeah. which is interesting to see. And again, talking about May and June, we're obviously in far different uh, you know, universes right now between the two. Well, and that's probably ha- a lot of that probably has to do with the fact of the, la- the last anticip- gasp. Basically. Yeah, anticipation. Yeah. Um, buyers realizing, oh, Jerome Powell is about to make my life a little bit more difficult. Uh, let me uh, get a contract signed. Well, also, I, I think actually it was probably driven more by sellers than anything. Because in the weeks before the interest, we all knew the interest rate uh, hike was going to be taking place. In the weeks before, we were pushing our sellers hard. Mm-hmm. We were pushing them really hard. And what's really, actually, what's very nice, just as a side note, how gratified they were. Um, well, pay off. How great, yeah, <laughs> yeah. How grateful they were that we actually pushed them. They were grousing, you know, some of them, and, you know, and, and moaning and complaining about the fact that we were pushing them hard. But uh, but once it sold for the price they did, then when they saw the the calamity that yeah. that, that started you know, to unroll uh, there after the uh, the rate hike, yeah, they're very happy. This was interesting too. Again, as we as we try to localize it here a little bit, and and it's not going to be specifically to our market, but more so a region. Um, the home sales were the strongest in the Northeast, and there was declines in the Midwest and both the West, hmm. which is which is kind of interesting. And I don't I don't necessarily know why that would be exactly. Yeah, I'm, I'm just sitting here trying to think whether or not there's... Oh, you know, actually, uh, Northeast versus... Midwest and West, like out California. Okay, okay. Out there, right? I, I, if I were to speculate, they've been having some real heat waves. Ah, okay, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Um, and drought-like conditions and all that. I mean, sure. I'm, I'm wondering if that's pl- uh, playing into it. But but a lot of this, because these... I, I oftentimes don't pay much attention to this quadrant of the country or this section of the country because... It doesn't matter. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. well, because, no, no kidding, like, you know... Wow, the the, uh, the Northeast, you know, really saw sales plummet in the month of January. And February. Right. Well, yeah. Of course, they're going to plummet. So, yeah. You don't say. Uh, but you know, when it's you know searing hot and 117 degrees in Tempe, Arizona. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, this was interesting too. Again, I, I'm curious. Well, you, you, want, you want a blueberry? I thought. Got blueberries over there too. Blueberries, yeah. Oh, I didn't see those. That's excellent. All right, I'll I'll get one in here in a sec. (laughs) Olives too, really. (laughs) Red, red, and green grapes also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. really doubling up. Awesome. Um, This is also something I wanted to run by and get your thoughts on it Um, because the New York Times ran an article about the cost of owning a home has surged above the cost of renting one at this point. So a new report shows that having a mortgage is far more expensive than having a lease. and they gave some numbers, but they were, it was a California firm that did this. They said that the cost of the average mortgage was $839 more per month than having a lease, which is different than $200 higher than any time in the past two decades. I don't necessarily know if I see that playing out here per no. se. No. Um, it's becoming more, the delta between the two is starting to narrow because you can, it's very difficult at this point in time to find a one-bedroom apartment for less than a thousand dollars in the region, yeah. uh, but if you're a first-time home buyer, it's pretty difficult to. You, you are able to purchase, but it's difficult you know, to find something for two hundred thousand dollars. So, it, which which translates into a monthly mortgage payment of two thousand dollars, or you know, twenty three hundred dollars or something for a month. So it's still less expensive. You know, it would be interesting. To, um, I did not read this article. But I'm wondering whether or not they're looking at just absolute numbers, or whether or not they're taking into account. Uh, the tax benefits that one oh, enjoys yeah. uh, as a result of filing a return and having uh, yeah, having greater. Dedu- I think it was number absolute numbers. Yeah, okay, absolute that numbers. Sense. That's what I thought. Those okay, were, yeah. so, so that evens it out a little bit, even more. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, yeah, I I don't think that we're going to get to the point where local uh, lo- where locally it's more expensive to 
uh, to rent. I just don't see that happening. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Um, an update. This is a pretty big story. This is one that we've been following for a, a long time now. Um, and that was uh, Ghislaine Maxwell mm-hmm. sentenced, finally. Finally. 20 years in prison uh, for obviously what... It's not enough. It's not long what, enough. Yeah, what happened with Jeffrey no. Epstein. And put, put, put her in there and throw away the key. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the reason that we're bringing this... Uh, I mean, for those who haven't been listening to the podcast, uh, there were stories that we were reporting uh, about a month and a half, two months ago, mm-hmm. um, having to do with Jeffrey Epstein's um, island. Two islands, yeah, yeah. yeah. Two islands. And he was trying to sell them for, what, $125 million? Something then, like that, yeah. And they, they, they um, instead of uh, selling two islands for $125 million, they broke them apart and like, okay, you can buy one island for sixty two five and the other for sixty two five. Still struggling to sell that, it looks like. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I didn't I didn't shed a tear for, uh, for Gilan uh, when it is that I heard the news. Um, interesting fun fact here. Uh, when you Google her name, do you know what she's listed as? You know how people have like a title? Yeah. Um, Former socialite is what it pops up as <laughs> when you go on Google. I thought you'd appreciate that. <laughs> wow. I mean, it's it's rather embarrassing enough if you know if if, if your if your occupation is socialite. Yeah. But but then to be Former. demeaned yeah. by, by the adjective. Former. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, prisoner. I guess. Um, you know, criminal can now be put in there officially. I, I'm I'm watching right now. Uh, the dropout. It's the story of Elizabeth Holmes, who was the founder of Therano, uh, Theranos, uh, which is this company that uh, was installed in all these. Uh, they had, in Walgreens, you would sit down in the chair, you would have a minute amount of blood uh, taken from you uh, for testing, and then theoretically, it would tell you whether or not you had, uh, I mean, syphilis was one, um, syphilis or um, uh, HIV, or you know, just just and just a panoply of, you know, they were, they were doing diabetic screening and um, whether or not you had um, deficiencies of vitamins, et cetera, et cetera. It was all. A sham. Are you serious? It was, it was a complete they sham. Just like randomly generated whatever. Yes. Wow. I mean, they, yes. Um, and this is a company. I mean, she was on the, uh, the the cover of Fortune. She was on the cover of Forbes. Oh, um, Obama had named her an ambassador to of, of goodwill to something or other. I mean, she and, and her board was populated by luminaries: Henry Kissinger, wow. George Schultz. I mean, like really like luminaries. And it turns out the whole thing was a damn sh- it's a, a scam. scam. Yep. So, um, so she was found guilty about a month and a half, two about a month and a half ago. I'm in the middle of the Hulu series right now. I've got one episode to go. Uh, she's being sentenced in September, and I hope that she finds herself in a cell right next to Kikilan. Um, well, it comes out to the light eventually. Yeah, yeah, yeah just horrible. Anyway, but but that that is the last of. I don't know of any. I think I've I've now fully enjoyed. What was it? The dropout. Yep. Um, then there was the Travis Kalanick, um, which was super pumped, and there was uh, the Adam Newman, which was we crashed. Yep. Um, there was inventing uh, Anna. Yeah, Anna. Inventing, yeah, inventing Anna. Um, and so, so like really, oh, and the, the tender, uh, tender, tender swindler. Tender swindler yep. All those. Like it's been quite a year for your yeah. uh, scam artists. Yeah, I, th- I think um, serial killers have been replaced by scam artists as yeah, being yeah, the, yeah, the, yes, the binge worthy yeah, yeah. uh, things. One more uh, note about uh, Gilan before we move on from her. Oh, there's more. Oh, oh. she's she's um, she's crying poor. Oh no! Come on. Apparently. Uh, she was also ordered to pay a $750,000 fine, despite protests by her lawyer saying that she couldn't afford to pay it. And then at the sentencing, uh, it was revealed that uh, Epstein apparently left Maxwell a, uh, about $10 million in his will. Wow. Wow. 
Yeah. Yeah, she can afford it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Take so it. $750,000, uh, what was the fine for? That was just part of this whole sentence. Yeah. Yeah. Well, just, is, is it going to uh, restitution to victims or is it def- a defense fund or? I believe, I don't know the details in that. Okay. I'm sure it's one of the two, most oh. likely. All right. You want to pop over to some, actually, no, we have one more story before we get to the real estate. This, this is going to impact real estate. Okay. Big divorce. Oh, yes. Yeah. Billionaire Rupert Murdoch and Jerry yep. Hall. Yep. Calling it quits. Yeah. This is going to be interesting to see how this plays out. Um, He's worth $17.7 billion. I said B, billion dollars. You've got to imagine there's some kind of crazy uh, prenup involved here. right? absolutely. She's not getting half, but she's going to get something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the amount of property that that he owns, obviously, is mind-boggling. Yeah. And he was just – and we bring this up because he was just selling – uh, I think a, a place that he had one Madison Park. Yeah, um, that's right. Yeah, a, about three weeks ago. Yeah, as I said then, I mean, you know, not bad for like a, a 1970s model who yeah. is mother to several of uh, Mick Jagger's children, and she leaves Mick or he leaves her, whatever the case may be, and then she ends up with Rupert Murdoch. I mean, not bad. Not a better run. Yeah. Who's who's next? Are we going to speculate? Yeah, yeah. I, I, she's she's probably done. You think <laughs> so, so? Elon. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's obviously the next move. <laughs> Unless Grimes gets in the way. Yeah. yeah. We'll see. All right, let's get to some celebrity real estate. Um, this wait, one... wait, wait, wait. We've been talking celebrity real estate, but, but go ahead. Well, more so. More so, more so. Okay. Actual properties. Actual properties. Okay, got it. Um, you're not a fan of this one. Johnny Cash's former Southern California home. Did you see home. this? The, the I did. A, the place is a dump. It's very rustic. It's extremely rustic. <laughs> You're always so nice. Oh, my Pretty God. Pretty rustic. Rustic. Uh, $1.8 million. <laughs> if I rustic, you mean shithole? <laughs> then, yeah. Once belonged to the legend Johnny Cash. Um, landed on the market at uh, 1.795. So it was actually the home that he lived in with his, his ex-wife, Vivian. Uh, they purchased it Vivian. in 1961 I, I never heard of before June Carter. He wow. had another wife. Um, they ca- had a divorce in 1966. Cash mm-hmm. married Carter in 1968. They ended up relocating to, to Nashville, Tennessee. But um, uh, reportedly, they sold the Ventura, uh, Vivian sold the Ventura home in 1970s. The current owners picked it up for uh, 739000 in 2003. Still has been untouched, basically. It's pretty much all the stuff that Cash wanted to do. Uh, in the 60s. You don't think that the wall-mounted turntable? I saw that, yeah. I think that's not cool. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. No. What about the fact that he specifically needed the bathroom commode to be black, obviously? Oh, come on, really? I didn't know goes, that. Goes I, 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 I did not read this article. I had no interest. No interest in reading the article. The one cool thing, and it's wood-paneled, so take it for what it's worth. I know not not really your, your shtick. Um, a wood paneled studio where Johnny worked on his music remains intact. Okay, that's kind of cool, that, that right? Is, and, and, cool. You know, I, I bet all that wood, you know, it probably has like a nice voice. But it, yeah, probably sounds great. Yeah, yeah, yeah nice acoustics to yeah, it. Yeah, so right, yeah. there's that one. How about Shaquille O'Neal? Okay. I don't know if this place is big enough. What? It's only 5,269 square feet, five bedrooms, seven baths, and a great room. Yeah, I wonder, you know, it really. Those guys must need to find very specific and very particular kinds of sure. real estate. Because he's seven one. Yeah, yeah. So like you know, you got a, you got a living room with an eight foot ceiling. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, raising your hands up and hitting 
<laughs> yeah, like yeah, they're watching a game and like he jumps up for joy right, and it's kind of like yeah, yeah exactly. He destroyed a chandelier. Very big on the cathedral ceilings. Very yeah, very yeah, big yeah, on it. Yeah. Um, so this is out in Dallas, a suburb of Dallas. Um, this one was on the market for one point two two four nine. The final price not disclosed, but ultimately he ended up getting it. So somewhere's around there. Good for Shaq. There Good you for go. Shaq. Yay, Shaq. And yeah. then how about this? I'm gonna I'm gonna file this one under. They're still alive. Um, Frankie Valley. That, that is shocking. It's still around. And wow. He, wow. And he just and doing well apparently. Just listed uh, his Los Angeles condo for three point one nine five. Wow. Uh, and his son apparently is actually a real estate agent. Uh, oh really? Emilio Valley works for Coldwell Banker. Is the representing agent for this one. Oh well, there you go. Yeah, purchased the property back in two thousand nine for two point five five million. Was listed for three point one four three years ago. And obviously now they're relisting. Any mm. any thoughts? Any tidbits? Anything about Frankie Valley? A fan? Not a fan? I mean, he's eh. Yeah. Eh. Eh. <laughs> he's, he's no Beyonce. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. He's no Car- he's no Cardi B. This, this is very true. <laughs> Although now that we know he's still around, maybe a Frankie Valley Cardi B uh, mashup. Ma- mashup. That, that would be that would be great. A collab. I don't know uh, necessarily. It's uh, the unit, by the way, is located in the high end building with twenty one floors and seventy three units. Um, looks pretty nice though. Nice and updated. Well, there you go. So that's all we got as far as celebrity. Wow. Real estate. Slow, slow. I told you. Real estate week. Yeah. yeah. Tell- Come on, Shaq. Shaq didn't give us. Uh, uh, well, there, there you go. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was just recently in Buffalo DJing. You know that's what he does now. He was in Buffalo DJing. Uh-huh. Yep. So really? he does commentary on TNT for the NBA, and then he's—I uh, believe it's DJ Diesel. He goes mm. by, um, and he was just in Buffalo recently. I didn't know that. Yeah. There you go. Fun I, fact. I just—I just got a call actually from a reporter um, asking me to confirm that Cheryl Crow had purchased real estate here in Rochester. For those really? of you who are still listening. Okay, um, interesting. Which, of course you are. Um, <laughs> Shockingly. After, after, yeah, we've been spending the past, after I've spent the past half hour chewing. Um, uh, so, so he said that she, uh, he had heard through several sources that she announced that she had purchased a property okay. here in she Rochester. Was, she was just recently in town for uh, her C-Mac. concert at yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, it turns out, no, what, what she said in the concert was, she really, and I'm sure she says this at, Every venue she goes to, yeah, she um, had enjoyed um, some ice cream for from Pittsburgh Deary. Of course, she yeah. had gone here, there, and you know, she named, named Wegman. She was just you know name dropping, and stars do this all the time. Yeah, she says I liked it here so much, I should really buy a house. Well, the, several audience members called this report. It was Gary Craig from the DNC. Okay. Um, Gary Gary called and he said, did this actually happen? I said, no, they're leaving out the, the, the word should. Should, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a telephone so, game. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But Cheryl, if you're listening and you would like to purchase a home here in the Rochester area, 607-341-1230. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Um, and by the way, just as a, a concluding note, man, she sang... For probably a full two hours. Really? About, Good for her. About an hour and 40 minutes more than she really should have. Yeah. Oh, oh it, dear. It, was, it just went on. <sighs> oh, you know, I'm yeah. waiting for Jason Isbell to come on. Oh, it yeah. Was, it was great to hear, like, you know, two or three of her songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I with your, it was with your uh, your in-laws, and um, we were all just getting a little antsy. Yeah, so, that's anyway. tough. That's tough when there's the... You know, cause, actually, cause... it is great. Your, your, your mother-in-law actually said, this is my favorite song. She's like, Mike turns to her and says, no, it's not. <laughs> Two songs later, this is it. This is my favorite song. 
throughout the entire <laughs> they were like, all three her hour favorite ordeal. Songs. Yeah, she finally liked the second to last song. Lauren finally <laughs> This is the one. This is the one. This is my yeah, favorite yeah, song. Yeah, yeah. Oh, too funny. All right. Well, as always, uh, get more on all of our listings. We have them up over at markseawick.com. The podcast, new blog coming out soon. Uh, new, uh, yes, I, I'm, I'm in the middle of writing a newsletter. Um, I will get that to the printer this coming um, Tuesday. Um, and that'll be, uh, yeah, for those of you who listen, for those of you who um, listen to the podcast or read the blogs, um, you know, a lot of it will be, will be a rehash. However, uh, for those of you um, who might not have been listening for the past six months, it'll be a good overview as to, as to what's going on and where it is that we find ourselves today. For sure. And then, of course, all the videos as well. Videos are doing really well. <laughs> <laughs> the videos are, are blowing up. Yeah. Cheapers. People love real estate. People love to look. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. So check all that out. MarkSewick.com. We'll talk to you again next week. It's Open House with Mark Sewick and Corey James Moran. We're going to go back and eat the rest of the charcuterie board now. There we go. <laughs>